from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joining me now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline is Chris Davis, head coach at Millbrook. Millbrook taking on Southern Durham tonight in the John Wall Invitational. The game's at 6.30 over at Broughton. You can hustle over there. Coach was kind enough to join me. We taped this a little bit earlier in the day. Just, just so you don't think he's slacking out on his responsibilities, you can see him driving there. Coach, appreciate you taking some time. And, and just right off the top here, what, what does it mean to you to have your team uh, participate in this John Wall Invitational? I know it, it has such a great tradition, and you understand that being here in this area for so long. Oh, man, it's, it's a great, great honor. Um, 50th year, you know, Millbrook's played in a bunch of years. Uh, oddly enough, Millbrook's never won the tournament. We've finished in the finals, you know, a couple times, but never won. So I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to try to make that happen for us this year. But we're really excited. Well, that goes to show you, you can win a state championship, but it's, you know, you're trying to win this tournament. You got to be pretty good. Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Luck. The year that um, we won the tournament, they didn't have have it that year. So we might have we might have been able to get it that year, but we're <laughs> definitely trying for it this year for sure. Chris Davis, he's got a squad over at Millbrook. I promise you, we went over, Joe Ovius and I, we tried to referee one of their interest <laughs> images. It, it was quite a uh, education for us. You can check that out on YouTube on our 99.9 The Fan. Uh, Brian Kersey, head of the ACC officials, saw it, Chris. And he texted oh, wow. me. He goes, he goes, what What are you doing? <laughs> I was wow. like, man, I was man. trying. I was trying my best. That's and, uh, funny, man. I tell you, you know, the the way you guys, you know, came in and took, out, took it on, I, I really appreciate, you know, doing it because – as a coach, you have to officiate practice sometimes, and it's hard, man. People people think officiating is easy, and you should see everything, but the angles and how big and fast the kids are, it's really tough. One thing I learned that day, and there was no – you weren't giving us a hard time. There were no fans there. But there's a lot of distractions just being in the gym. Yes. Between the kids, yes. and, you know, they're, they're playing, and you're like – you're trying A, you're trying to keep up with them, and B, they're not chirping at you, but you're – it's hard, you know, especially in our situation, not being trained, trying to figure out what's going on. So I do appreciate you having the patience to allow me and Ovius to do that. Your team, though, I told you that day I want you to take it easy on Garner. I understand you did until the fourth quarter. I I guess. I, I mean, Gar- Garner's a really good team, and I guess our guys finally got it going, you know, got together in the fourth, and we ended up scoring like 30-something points in the quarter, which is kind of crazy, but – no, they're a good team, and they're they're a good rival, and we always have great matchups. So wherever we're playing, I don't care what records are, it's going to be a tough game. And I know that with this tournament even coming up here, they're playing in it as well, and they're going to be a tough out for somebody. Chris Davis is the coach, uh, boys coach over at Millbrook High School. You can catch them tonight in the John Wall Invitational. Playing at 630 over at Broughton. Actually playing Southern Durham tonight. Garner is there at playing the, the, the previous game, so you can catch my Trojans as well. Um, coach, I'm, I'm kind of laughing. At, you know, you've been on the high school level for the last two decades. You, you coached AAU, so you've been around here. You know this area. You know the triangle. You know the history here. I'm kind of laughing to myself at some of these college coaches now, either in basketball or football, who are bemoaning, you know, the movement of players. They got the, the transfer portal. They've got NIL. You know, one year you might have a really good player, but guess what? You might not have them the next year. Does that sound familiar to you? at all it, at the high school level. it does it, it does eerily, eerily eerily similar it does it um it's, it's a tough reality nowadays um you i kind of tell our kids i want to coach them for as long as i can i want to love on them and try to make them the best i possibly can and if i can't then i i don't worry 
if um if if it's one of those situations that that they can stay with us great and if not you know the year i have them i'm gonna try to be the best i can for them it's kind of how i'm doing it so i think the college coaches kind of showing us the way with that and they're like hey you know we'll coach this guy for the best we can while he's here and if it works out great and if it doesn't then then best of luck so i i just that's kind of the attitude i've taken you know i've got i've had some great kids come and only be here a year or two and move on and i've had some to stay through so what you do with that is you try to do the best you can with the, what you have and it is what it is chris davis is the coach over at millbrook you can catch him tonight in the john wall invitational He's joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. All right, uh, so I go over to your scrimmage, and, and you have an athletic team. I'm not telling you anything. Uh, you know, <laughs> Steve, our our friend who is the official, picked your team on purpose so that we would have to run up and down the floor to try to keep up with you guys. Right. I did not realize, though, I did not do my homework. I had to have my son James inform me that you have one of the top players in the country in the sophomore class in, in Colt Langdon. And I was, I was saying to James, I was like, you know, James, I'm not sure about all that. And he goes, no, he's been offered by Virginia Tech. And I was like, and, and he knows what tremendous respect I have for Mike Young. So yes. tell, the, tell, the, the, tell the public a little bit about your, uh, your, your star shooter there, Colt Langdon. I, I know he can. Oh, really man. Shoot. Oh, man. He really can shoot the basketball. Great kid, great teammate. But I tell you, man, he's, um, he's really blown up and blossomed as far as what he does on the court for us and for his teammates. Um, he loves the game. He's a gym rat. He's the kind of kid that if I would leave the gym open 24 hours, he would be there every every second. So, um, but in all that, he's a great student. Um, you know, a student works his works his tail off in the classroom, which is definitely makes me happy. And the coaches that are recruiting him very happy as well because we don't have to worry about that, that those grades. It makes it a lot easier to be recruitable. So he he's covered, he's checking all the boxes with that, and um, he can really shoot the basketball, which definitely is what they want for sure. You've you've had some players there, Coach, at Millbrook, Chris Clemens, Silas Emery. Now you have Colt. Question for you though, because people in this program will remember Shavlik Randolph, and will yes. remember the hysteria of him being the number one recruit in the country when he was at Broughton, and him being you know really recruited by all of the uh, Triangle schools, which was rare and still is pretty rare. Uh, given his connection, obviously, with his grandfather to NC State. But then, you know, Carolina at the time, Duke, they would have been foolish not to pursue the number one player in the country. So what was right. it like back then? Uh, I think it was Billy Donovan who famously showed up in a limousine in, in the high school parking lot. Uh, you coached his, you coached him on, on his AAU team. So what was it like? Give people an idea of kind of the hysteria of what it was like to, uh, to coach Evan. You also had some other really good players on that, yeah. uh, on that Heat team. Yeah. Man, rock star status, man. We would go to tournaments and go to events, and everyone knew who we were. All the coaches were very friendly with me as far as trying to get to know Shaz and get to know the kids, which was awesome. And then, you know, we had Eric Williams. We had Shawan Robinson. Yeah. We had some great, great players. And they, they we literally um, had a situation one time. We had, a, we had a contract with Nike. We were with Nike and Adidas at the same time because of kids oh, like geez. that. So they made us shoes, and. Nike, Nike won out, and we ended up going Nike, which is ironically I'm Adidas guy now. But they, um, they, they decided they, they needed us, and um, with that became a lot of interesting stuff, you know, because you know when you're a Nike team, that all the Nike schools feel like they have a chance. And right. matter of fact, all Shav's final schools were all Nike, uh, Nike except for um, NC State was the last last school that wasn't were, were Adidas, but the other four schools in his top five were all Nike. So. 
it 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 does work. I mean that, that having that that brand and having that stuff, you know, I think helped him make his decision and um and it was it was it was fun, man. It was fun to go on these tournaments, but it was really stressful because we were getting everybody's best shot because we had Shablik and had Shawan and Eric and that group. So every night we were getting some everyone's best shot, which was good and bad. Did you guys lose a game that year? A uh, couple, not very couple? many though. Not, okay. not, yeah, we lost a couple, man. Sometimes we get there and we, we'd have some, um, we'd, we'd have an 8 a.m. game or something, and yeah, the guys wouldn't be awake, and it'd be second half. We try to come back and maybe lose rally, a couple, but rally. But we, we were very successful. We were very successful. So because Shawan ends up playing at Clemson, and then of course yes. Eric was at Wake Forest. So you had three yes. guys played at a high ACC level. That's pretty cool. And your team played at a had, high level. I think now. we ended up having seven or eight kids go Division One with that team. Yeah. You, did you know what you had? This was what, 02? 01, 02? Oh, God. Oh, yes, sir. I definitely knew. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. You, but believe <laughs> me, when you got when you got a team that walks in the gym and, and that eye test, I mean, you could just tell me everybody was skilled. Everybody was, was really, really, really athletic. Everybody could really play. And they were um, they were just a great bunch of kids. So you knew you knew how special they were. You could just tell that they that they were going to be they were going to be playing at an elite level, you know, very soon. So I was very fortunate to have a chance to coach them. Chris Davis, appreciate you taking the time, man. Best of luck in the John Wall Invitational, and best of luck getting another state championship with Millbrook this season. I know you got I know you got a pretty good squad this year. I know you're happy about that too. Thank you, and I'm glad. Hopefully, you know, maybe have to see Garner get in the playoffs, but I hate having to make you choose a team, and I know you'd rather be with them, of course. But uh, but anytime you guys want to come back and officiate practice, you're more than welcome. We, we'd love to have you come back. Hey, man, I'm going to bring Brian Kersey with me next time. It'll be a blast. Oh, I'd love that for sure. <laughs> All right, Chris Davis, Millbrook coach. Check him out tonight at 630. They're over at Broughton High School taking on Southern Durham. Best of luck, Coach, in the John Wall. Take care. If you have questions, you're more than welcome to submit them. Dennis Cox put the call out today. I did. These are your Hey Joe questions. I think you'll be able to tell which ones are real. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And which ones, you know, I might have taken some some liberties with. It's a little segment we call, Hey Joe. Joe cracked the door, uh. All, All right. right. There fellas. we go, grammar. From our first Hey Joe question comes to us from Roger Goodell. Hey Joe. How do I keep the Broncos and Colts off of primetime next season? I think something has to be done because every single week we get either the Broncos or the Colts. How many in in a row now have we gotten with the Colts? Too it's many. A, it's at least three in a Too row. Too many. And, and, and poor, it was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman last night. Oh, yeah. Okay? I don't and, feel and sorry And these two, I understand they're making a lot of money, but. No, I just don't feel sorry. They're sitting here trying to shine up the season that is for the Colts. And I get it. They respect Jeff Saturday. They you know, they were trying to say nice things about the Colts defense. And again, the Colts defense was fine last night. Mm-hmm. 
The Colts' offensive line is a steaming hot pile of garbage. Yeah, outside of Quentin Nelson, they're not good. Not even Quentin Nelson is good this year. No, that's crazy. Also that. So you have Matt Ryan not fast enough to play in the offense. They they finally go to Nick Foles last night, the big Nick magic. That's right, big swinging Nick. Nick is only good in the read option, the keep. The you know he's an RPO guy. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's his strength. Mm-hmm. You can't just ask Big Nick Magic to drop back and sling that thing around the yard. No. He can't do it. It was an abomination. And and here you got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman trying to shine this thing up, and I'm going – Guys, finally at one point it was Joe Buck was like this. This t- these guys are just dreadful on offense. Yeah, that's the on the offensive line. It's just been a problem. Well, we also have what, uh, some engineer intern that's calling offensive I plays know. for you as well. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> There's a real chance that Saturday's still going to be there, coach. After losing five games and winning his first game, and Denver, Denver was on with the Rams, and I'm sitting here going, boy, somebody. <laughs> We need enough mice and men moment. Somebody needs to take the Broncos out to the backyard and take them down by the stream. And sure enough, Daniel Hackett, after losing the to the Rams, yeah, to the Rams, the carcass of the 2022 Rams. With Baker Mayfield, who's still getting to know guys' he names. He still doesn't know anyone on Gosh. his own team. So, that, yes, that was dreadful. And hopefully next year, I don't care who it is. And, and I get it. At the beginning of the season, you probably said, well, the Colts, you know, yeah. they have a chance. They're a young team. Jonathan Taylor, we're going to want to see him. They, and, of course, they said with Russell Wilson, oh, heck, look, Denver could be in this thing. Yeah. I, they should really just, unless it's Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, I don't want to see anyone else in that much. Yeah. They need to just diversify mm-hmm. and either make it a max of two games or make it a max of one each month. Because there's 32 teams, there's pl- there's 16 games at a max in a week. There's plenty of ways to highlight other games. They need to do a better job of it next year. You. Next one, Greg. I got a proposition for you. All right, our next Hey Joe question from Marbury. Hey Joe, what was it like being ahead of the game by sending this tweet in the AM? Uh, this one was directed at me. Uh, I, I, well, I am an overachiever. I will admit that. It's even in my Twitter bo- profile. So I felt very good about doing that because sometimes Ovius doesn't send these things out until about 2.30. So I felt very good about it. That's Excellent. all I can say. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one out, but I, I feel good. I feel that great. you feel good. I feel great. Next one. How you doing? All right, our next Hey Joe question from Matt Rule. Actually, Hey Joe. So money is good for the coaches, but not the players, right? I actually think we have audio of this tweet from Nebraska. This was Matt Rule earlier today. Uh, if someone only wants to come play for us and play for me because of what we or someone else you know can help with NIL, that's that's not really what I'm looking for. I, I, yeah, I'm looking for someone that wants to come here, be part of a family, that wants to come here, fight, scratch, and claw for us to win a championship. So that's a real quote from Matt Rule that Nebraska put out on Twitter. So, as one coach so aptly put it, high school coach, I'm imagining. So, if they had offered Matt Rule $34 million over eight years instead of $74 million, he would have said, look, you don't want me to come work just because of the money. We want you to be a part of the family, right? He he would have agreed to that, oh, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of want to believe that we're making progress on the, hey – only the coaches and administrators can make money in college sports angle. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to believe in that. And then you get these quotes from somebody like Matt Rule, who literally just signed an eight-year contract for $74 million. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And by the way, his best path to building a winner 
is through NIL. Yeah. Like, that's his really only chance at Nebraska to tr- to build a true winner. I'm not talking about going 8-4 and four and 9-3 and, and, and maybe winning a division here or there. I'm talking about actually getting Nebraska back to Nebraska. Yeah. His only real chance is through NIL. So, for him to sit here and be like, hey, man, I only want – I only want the indentured servants to come work for us. Get, get out of here. I want true guys that are going to grind. It's like, well, and claw. And claw. Scratch a claw. Here's the thing. You can have both. You can have guys that will sit there and, and collect money in terms of their NIL, which is fine, and still scratch and claw and do everything they got to do on the field too. Those guys do exist, believe it or not. I know. That's the thing. We have this, this misconception now that – Oh, athletes are only doing it for the money. These high school and college kids are only doing it where they're going to get paid the most. Well, that's part of it, but that doesn't mean they're not going to compete out there on the field and do what's necessary to go out there and compete and win. Because guess what? These guys are still competitors at the end of the day. At the next, end of the day. End of the day. Next one, Grammar. Whoa. All right, next up from Walter Hobbs. Hey, Joe, so how did the movie marathon go? All right, so I had a shock to the OG ecosystem last week when I informed... Dennis Cox and Joe Ovius that I had yeah. never seen Elf. Okay. I'd never seen Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. and I'd never seen Home Alone. Yeah, that one hurt. So, so since I last saw you guys, okay. I went and watched all three of those movies. I thoroughly enjoyed Elf. Elf was fun. I like Will Farrell. I loved Ed Asner and I loved Bob Newhart. Yeah. All the so good. I enjoyed that movie tremendously. Okay? Very Start young there. Zoe Deschanel. As well. And Zoe, of course. Although I, that was thrown off by the blonde. Hair yeah, I know. Zoe. Thrown Th- off. That's the thing. Like, a lot of people don't recognize her now. I was like, wait a second. I was askew. Then I watched Christmas Vacation. Watched that one Christmas Eve. Okay. I've got bad news for people who were so excited for me to watch this film. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chevy Chase is funny. I don't disagree with you on that. Okay. I really, honestly, I don't disagree with that. He has his moments, but overall, I'm not the biggest fan of Chevy Cousin Chase. Eddie saves the movie, in my opinion. Oh, of course. Okay. So we're fine there. But mm-hmm. th- that is, I would never watch Christmas Vacation again. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. That's all I need. Okay. I, Elf, I would I would make Elf one of those I watch every year. I would never watch Christmas Vacation again. I just, I'm sorry. I just don't think Chevy Chase is funny. That's fair. People were up, upset with me on the Twitters about this. That is what it is. Home Alone now. Mm. All right. So Try carefully. I, I'm going to try carefully Try carefully. So I'll just say it. I, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling feisty, okay? So... <laughs> My golf gambling group in Garner, the Garner Golf Gambling Group, the G4. The G4s. They were on me that I had never seen Home Alone before because yeah. they're younger. They're, they're a little bit more in your age bracket, okay? Yeah. And so I told them. I said, guys, I, I was a freshman in high school when this movie came out. And? I was not interested in Macaulay Culkin. I'm not Michael Jackson. <laughs> they didn't appreciate that. And then I watched the movie. Wow. And, and I said, <laughs> then I watched the movie. And the very first half of it, or the first two thirds of it, I'm like, okay, this is, this is not as bad as Christmas Vacation. It's not as good as Elf. And then we got to the booby traps. Yeah, I did like the booby traps. It was fun. I did like the little sidebar with the neighbor, the the shovel killer, yeah, old man Marley. Yes, I did like that part too. There was like a little bit of a story arc South there. There was Slayer. something to that. The last thirty minutes of that film redeemed it, in my opinion. Okay, but the first part where like the mom. They forgot about the kid. They're like yelling at the kid. They're in this house with eight bazillion people. I'm yeah. just like, I, I got, I, I can't, I can't handle this. I struggled with the first parts of it. That's that. That's very upsetting to me because I thought it was super clever when he fakes the party and he's got the Michael Jordan cutout on the train walking that part around. Was good. Yeah, that I was part like, was very good. crafty. The kid. It's just, but yeah, it, 
There's some definitely some great moments. Now you need to watch Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. A lot of people actually think that Home Alone 2, Lost in New York is better than the original. I don't love my chances of that, but I will consider. I also watched Caddyshack, which I had never watched before. Caddyshack's fun. Caddyshack is one of those things you start picking up on a lot of more yeah. subtle things the more you watch it. I enjoyed it, but yeah. I wasn't like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing of all time. And then Training Day, shout oh. out to my man Josh, told me a couple of months ago. This was last year, I think. He was like, you've never seen Training Day? I'm Eat like, your no. sandwich, man. And I was like, okay, your, now I got sandwich. it. I enjoyed it. Give me your sandwich. <laughs> I did enjoy Training Day. So I, okay. I'm down to now, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it and you're going to get mad at me. I'm down to Slapshot. That's the that's like the last big oh, movie that man. I haven't Slapshot. seen. I, I see. Okay, this is one thing I don't get. I'm 36. Okay, how have I seen all these movies and you haven't? Like I, Slapshot, it's just a like commitment. It's just a commitment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, for a long time, I didn't have HBO. I, I've I, never had HBO until a couple years ago. And but the, I even struggled each day trying to find which ones on. Disney, which one's on Netflix, which which one's on HBO? Like I had to have my youngest son Jackson be like, oh no, no, no. That one's on Disney Plus. I was like, oh jeez. This is why I just give up and watch old I I literally watch old golf. That's what I watch when I sit down in my chair. Old rounds of golf. Okay. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.